Mary Holm joins us on the phone. She is live, actually, from a conference run by the Financial Services Council. Kia ora, Mary. How are you? Kia ora, Charlotte. Fine, thank you. How, yeah, tell me, how's the conference? Oh, look, it's good, thanks. It's, it's, you know, a whole lot of financial people, which a lot of people would find terribly dull. And I'm afraid I can't escape the noise that the hotel's playing everywhere I go, the music. <laughs> so we'll, we'll have to just... Can you hear it? Oh, no, I can't. I was about to say, you actually sound really, really good and clear. So, Oh, oh great, great. The Financial Services Council, uh, do they, are they sort of set up to look after us, the customer? Not directly. They would say they are ultimately, but their members are, are sort of KiwiSaver providers and other fund managers and other people. And, uh, you know, it's a whole lot of financial providers of all sorts. So it's, so it's industry sort of people that are, that are here. Yeah, and there's this one session I've just been to that was quite interesting um, around the it's around KiwiSaver and other managed funds, but we should talk mostly about KiwiSaver because that's what most listeners are interested in. Yes. Um, the, the Financial Markets Authority has, for the last year or two, been looking at what they call value for money in, in KiwiSaver and other funds to see whether you get whether you and I get good value for the fees we're paying. And they wrote a report a few months back that was quite hard-hitting. Um, and they said, for example, there's no systematic relationship between fees charged and return, So, which is something I've always said, because the, the, the financial, the providers who charge higher fees often say, yes, but we give better service and higher returns, etc. And the financial markets authorities found that that's not necessarily so at all. Um, in their report a couple of times, there are a couple of places where they say, this is nonsense when they're talking about what, what the providers are telling them. And so it's quite a hard-hitting report. And they're basically saying that while quite a lot of the funds are run quite well, by the time you pay for the fees and commissions that are coming out of some of the KiwiSaver schemes as well, that people aren't necessarily getting very good value for their money, which is, you know, quite damning, really. Yeah. And, um, yeah, um, and, and, and other other things they've, other accusations they've made are some of the providers have what they call performance fees, where if your provider gets over a certain return, then they charge extra fees. They sort of say, well, the investors have done very well, so we should get an extra reward, which sort of on the surface sounds reasonable, but some of them haven't been really measuring that extra good performance all that well, all that honestly, you'd have to say. Well, not dishonest, but it's they're measuring their performance against against an index which is not the right one to use and so there's been and another thing that, that goes on that I hadn't realised the extent it goes on is that quite a few financial advisors and others are being paid commissions for steering us into to a different provider. They say, you know, so such and such providers actually better, you should move to them. Yeah. And they're getting a commission for doing that. So they're not necessarily acting in your best interest. Oh. And what's more, they're meant to be um, the people who are getting these commissions are supposed to then continue to give the person they've moved financial advice, and they often don't. And so there's a lot of sort of stuff 
what's going on in the background that's not quite what it should be, really. So, so yeah. yeah, what do what do we, as those who have KiwiSaver accounts, is there anything we can do to to learn well, from this report? The, it's, at the moment, I, I think we can sort of take some faith that this is all being looked into. Um, the, we had, on the stage, we had someone from the FMA and then we had a supervisor. Now, the supervisors are... The, there are four companies that watch over the KiwiSaver providers and make sure they're following the rules and that they're, in fact, investing your money where they say they're investing mm. it and, and all of that. And they are being charged with making sure that things get cleaned up a bit. I mean, one of the SMA points is that as, as KiwiSaver funds are getting bigger, more and more money going into them. You know, the returns over the years and more people putting money in, so the amounts in there are going up. And fees should be, therefore, going down. Because the fees are percentage fees, you know, and um, so, you know, if, if you were paying a percentage fee of 1% of, of the investments in the fund, and the fund's growing and growing, well, then the income to the the providers growing and growing, yes. and so the SMA is saying, well, the, the the fees should come down as the funds get bigger, to, if that makes sense. Um, and and some of the providers are objecting to all this. They're saying it's a race to the bottom of just getting, you know, everyone's got to keep on cutting fees. And the SMA is saying, no, no, that's not right. Mm. We don't mind. Um, providers charging higher fees if they can justify that they're giving people value for their money, you know, so that's so very, everyone's very polite but there's kind of disagreements coming through like, um, sorry, go on Oh no, I was just about to say I bet and I bet you, you probably can't even tell us name the companies, can you? Well, there was, I, I mean, I can tell you that the representative of the providers on the stage was from Fisher Funds, and another one was from ANZ, and then there was a, a supervisor from Guardian Trust, etc., who was and a, a lawyer who specialises in this area, and so on, on the stage, um, and they are to some extent representing you know, the, the broad group they come from, I suppose. There was a bit of disagreement about whether Kiwi services are, in fact, high by international standards. You get different people coming up with different different um, theories on that, depending on what side of the fence they're on, probably. Um, one of the providers, um, the Fisher Fund woman, said that admin fees on KiwiSaver as a whole have gone down by more than 50% since it started, which is really good. Mm. But there are other fees that... And apparently there have been some tendency for fees to go down. And 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 she was sort of... Or the providers in general are kind of implying we don't need the government stepping in and taking any notice of this. Fees are going to go down anyway. Um, but the FMA responded that since they put out their recent report about all this, Five or six providers have specifically said, because of that report, we've cut our fees. Mm. So, so what it all kind of amounts to, I was sort of thinking, well, what does this amount to for you and me as, as KiwiSaver members, is that I think that fees might continue to drop. Um, and whether they would have anyway without the FMA's intervention, who cares, really? Mm. I mean, they, they should 
be going down because they make a huge difference to how much we end up with when we're buying a house or or retiring or whatever. Mary, are you and able... I, oh, sorry, you continue going. I'm just going to say, um, I think performance fees will get fairer so that they won't be charging fees when they're not actually performing particularly well, that some providers do that and some don't. Um, and I think that the communication should end up being better because there's quite a lot being said about the fact, for example, that providers are being paid for, providers are paying people to bring members into KiwiSaver and that ends up being reflected in the fees of all the members of that scheme, you know. Um, and it's the kind of thing that going on behind the scenes with some providers and I think out of all of this we'll be told more about what's really going on mm. and that'll leave us free to say I'm, I'm not prepared to put up with that and move to somebody else who doesn't do that. So, How do we yeah. know what the best fee, like is there a one-stop shop that we can compare fees or anything? Yes, the, the sorted, um, good old sorted website has got it, um, KiwiSaver Fund Finder on there, and that shows all the fees that all the different different funds charge. And you can also get them on that same website. There's there's a smart investor tool which has more information about each fund. And you, you're on the smart investor tool, you can rank. You know, you go in and say, well, I'm in a KiwiSaver balance fund. Let's say you you have to know what level of risk you're at and then rank all the KiwiSaver providers by their fees. That's one way you can rank them. You can rank them by their returns, their fees, etc. And so people can go in and have a look and see whether their provider is one of the lower fee ones or not. Mm. Because the SMA is saying that you don't really get, on average, you don't get more for paying more, you know. So why would you? Yeah. yeah. And the website again? That's sorted. Sorted.org.nz. Sorted. Yes, yeah. that's run by the Retirement Commission. That's so, such then, a good website. Yes. There are, there's a lot of other KiwiSaver tools on providers' websites, but you know they, <laughs> they're not necessarily so unbiased. The sorted one's the one you know, run by a government agency, and, yeah. and so we can rely on their information to be presented in a fair way. I think. Of course. Yeah. Someone just messaged in. The world of fees sounds very murky. Transparency is the bottom line. Yeah, that's so true. So I absolutely agree with that. Mm. But it is pretty. The transparency is quite good on the sort of website. So people should be going there and using that. Yeah. Yeah. Anything um, else you've learned, or can I ask you a text question? You can, yes, you can ask me a text question, yeah. Um, Vic got in touch and she said, Hi Charlotte and Mary, I'm a 50-year-old single woman with my KiwiSaver in a conservative fund. Should I change it to a high-risk fund? Fund. I'd much appreciate your advice. Yes, now, this is a classic KiwiSaver question. She's 50, I think, right? Yes, correct. Yes, so unless she's planning to take the money out to buy a first home in the next, you know, within the next 10 years, which she might be, but perhaps not. Um, if she if she's doing that, then she should leave it in a fairly low risk fund or the closer to the time. I would say be in a high risk fund if you're more than ten years away from spending the money on a first time or in retirement. Go into a higher risk fund. But if you're less than ten years away, be in a medium risk fund and if once you get to less than three years away, be in a low risk fund because otherwise the money might go down right when you're planning to 
to spend it. Mm. But in her case, go into the higher risk, but then you've got to promise yourself you won't panic when the markets go down and your balance goes down, because it will. It's not just that it might, it will. It will be going up and down a lot more on those higher risk funds, but over the years, It'll grow a lot more. It'll pay. And yeah. I really encourage people to be brave and go into the higher risk. <laughs> it's yeah. more risky, but yeah, pays off more. Paul has, yeah. Paul's just sent a really interesting message. He said, it sounds like Kiwi fund managers are a bunch of entitled brats. The fuss made <laughs> when government suggested that they should pay GST on their fee was despicable. All yeah. other businesses must pay GST. Yes, that whole GST business was... Well, apparently, you know... The current the status quo is that some can you say the funds providers are paying quite high GST and others are paying low GST, so it's got to get sorted. It's not fair. But I, I think he's got a point in that because the government subsidises puts money into KiwiSaver, it's made it a whole lot more attractive for everybody and the government's told employers they've also got to put money in. Um, and therefore the, the fund managers are obliged because they've got... You know, they've got a product that is being boosted by us, the taxpayers. They're obliged to therefore treat people well in a different way from other other businesses, I think. Sort of moral obligation on their part. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And the one other quick point, if I've got a minute. I was talking about high-risk KiwiSaver funds before. Mm. When I say high-risk, I don't mean that you're... You risk losing your money. All I mean is that they're much more volatile. They'll go up and down, but you don't lose your money. It just goes down, and then it will come back up again. And as long as you're within ten years, you know, more than ten years away from spending it, it'll come back up again without a doubt, and you'll be better off. So it's not a risk that you'll lose it. It's only a risk that it'll go up and down, and you might feel nervous about it. Yeah. Going back to that GST on fees that we just briefly talked yeah. about recently proposed by the government, would yeah. this have helped bring equality between the big banks? Yes, it's not only that. It's hard to find out which KiwiSaver providers were charging which, mm. um, paying which GST. I think initially they said the banks were paying less, but I've since read stuff that makes it it's a bit, it's not quite that simple. But it it would be fairer if they all paid the same GST. I mean, maybe they should all pay low or they should all pay high. After all, if they all pay low GST, that helps all New Zealanders who are in KiwiSaver because it, all of those expenses end up affecting the fees that providers charge, if you see what I mean. Mm. So so I don't think we should necessarily say, bring in high GST on all KiwiSaver because it's going to tend to push up fees, um, any expense will push up fees, but they should be all on the equal, on the level playing field, of course, mm. to use an awful cliche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Mary Holm, thanks so much for your chat, as always, so informative. Um, and good luck with the rest of the conference. Will it be a late night tonight for you? Oh, no, I've actually got some other commitments, so I'm not staying much longer, as it happens. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. okay, thanks, Charlotte. That's yes. Mary Holm, uh, um, yeah, wonderful uh, lady who gives us lots of advice. She was uh, at a conference live today. The Financial Services Council had put on the conference.